Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. This is your host, Tom Stevens, coming to you with the hour of the best non-therapy therapy you can find. So I'm going to touch on a topic today that every parent wants to hear about and every parent should know right now because guess what, parents? Summer is over. And school has begun, whether you are at public school, private school, or home school, I'm sure everybody is kicking back into gear. So this show is going to be dedicated to you, parents, to figure out a way to get back control and to be able to let yourself feel like things are normal again. Because that shift from summer is one of the hardest things that any parent can do. It is also one of the things that children and teenagers resist the most. And I'm going to give you three things today in a really quick episode, just 15 minutes long, that you can take to your home with your children starting today and actually make things better for your life. Because chances are parents haven't gotten totally back into the routine yet. And if you have, then you've probably waited to the last minute when it comes to sleep When it comes to eating, getting things ready, getting clothes ready, knowing what the routine is, when to drop them off, when to pick them up, how to do homework, all kinds of things. And if you've got really young children, just getting back in the routine of regular naps, of regular playtime, of regular doing things around the house, and not just slopping away like it happens in summer. So what I want to do with you all today is go through a few points and just a little background on myself so you all know if you haven't listened before. I am a psychotherapist. I've been in this field for almost 25 years, and in that time of specializing and working with children and their families, I've seen so much that I want to just share, and it's time for me to just kind of tell it like it is and let you know exactly what I see happening and exactly what you can do about it So you can change or you can pass this on to another parent, you know, that can change their world and think more happy and think more positive because I see a lot of parents out there who are either miserable, stressed out, exhausted, and just don't know what to do about it. So parents, this short time's for you. Let me dive right in. And if you have questions, all you need to do is go to my Blog Talk Radio page, which is at blogtalkradio.com slash 
Tom Stevens LPC. That's Tom Stevens with a V. LPC. L is in Larry, P is in Paul, C is in Cat. And we are about to start up a YouTube channel that will be underneath my name and will have these videos actually live so you can see me. But until then, I want to get into some of this. So you get three main points to follow starting tonight. For many of you who have already started school or for those of you who are about to start school, you can get into the habit. The first one is the routine because parents all over the world struggle with routine. When summer hits, somehow the routine disappears. And I'm going to tell you, we have a world today of parents who are negotiating way too much with their children and parents who are just worn down, beaten up, tired, and don't have the energy to be able to fight to keep a routine anymore. And when I talk about routine, I'm talking about sleep, I'm talking about eating, studying for children who are in school, just having a balance. In summer, it's kind of wake up late, go to bed late, eat kind of whenever you feel hungry. There's no studying. There's no real keeping up with the daily routine. When, when your children are in school, they have a steady routine for usually about seven hours a day. And that lets them go to classes. That lets teachers give them assignments. And some of that they can do in school. And it gives a little bit of a breather. But in summer, everything seems to fall apart. And when I say routine, I don't mean children have to be to bed at 8 or 9 o'clock every night, even in summer. That's not actually true. I think it's good to have a little bit of a break. But typically, I'll tell parents to start back at least a week ahead of time when it comes to routine, getting your, your children into bed. Also, parents, I'm going to tell it over and over again, you need to model this behavior so it's not okay for parents to just stay up late, eat whenever they want, kind of watch TV, stay on their phone or computer, and your children are expected to just go into bed and be done. Sometimes it's really good to model the behavior you want your children to have. So routine is critical. Figure out a window of time your children need to go to bed and stick with that. If they're younger and they need to be to bed by 8, then target 7.45 to 8.15. And in that window, they need to be in bed and you need to be out of their room by the end of that. If they're older and they're in high school and they need to be to bed by 10 to 11 p.m., then get that window down so that on the early end they're in bed at 10, on late end they're in bed at 11, and it's not just an expected, hey, go to bed whenever you want. Because too many high schoolers I see in my office as a therapist daily are not sleeping enough, and they're going to bed late. They've got their phones with them, and parents, I, I could do this on another episode, their parents need to be away from them when they are sleeping. I'm just going to put it out there. The phones need to be in the parents' rooms. I'm just telling you that. If you want an alarm clock, go to Walmart or some other store, grab an alarm clock. They're very cheap. Put it in their room. doesn't even need to have a radio on it because sleep is critical. Eating's critical. They need to be able to eat something steadily throughout the day and not just be starving themselves or not be gorging themselves with a bunch of fast food and high-calorie, high-carbohydrate meals. They need to eat well. They need to have time to study. And I've told parents over and over again, if you are going to create healthy balance in studying for your children, then you need to be able to have a window of time that they study every single day. And even if there's not homework, the classic, hey, we don't have anything today, then you need to be able 
to still have, let's say, 4 to 5 p.m., a window of time where they go over their work and they see what they have for the coming week, or they work ahead and do the assignments that are coming due later. There still can be work time. It doesn't mean your children have to be studying nonstop. Honestly, 30 minutes to an hour a day a lot of times can help until you're in high school and it might be a little bit higher. But if they do it regularly, be amazed at how much it will help. And most parents are going to say, well, that's great, Tom, but how do you get them to do it? You get them to do it by not letting life move forward until that happens, y'all. And it means if they're in sports, it means if they're in social activities, it means if they have electronic devices, it means if they game, it means if they go out and spend time with their friends, it means if you take them places to do things after school, all of that stops until they can get this routine down. Yes, I said it. Even sports, they may not get to participate in because I promise you, if you go to the coach and say, you know what? I really wanted to play in this sport, or I really want her to be a part of this sport, but this work at home is not getting done. What do you think we should do about it? That coach will back you up if they're any good at all. And your children and teenagers need to know they don't have you handcuffed. Too many parents today are negotiating way too much. It is not okay to sit and negotiate with your children. They don't have voting power. Okay, They have a voice. And they need to be able to speak it, and you can listen to them and see their argument to you and take it into consideration, and sometimes they have great points. But that leads me to the second point, which is consistency, y'all. Consistency is where parents create a regular system that everybody lives within. It's in the way you speak, the words you use, the volume you use, the tone of voice that you use, that it's not condescending, it's not super loud and that you don't try to compromise with your children to help them be happy. You want them to be well-adjusted, not happy. So remember those words, because when it comes to consistency, parents have to be able to say, we're eating at this time, we're going to bed at this time, and I'm going to actually lead the charge and follow along with that. We're also going to set up a system where we have family time together and we're not all in separate places. We don't all just stay in our own room. That we come together for meals or we come together to talk at the end of the day. Or we come together even on the weekends if it's busy during the week to try to figure out how everybody's life's going and what's coming the next week. Parents need to model what's expected. And you have to be able to let your children know what you expect of them but not being condescending and not being rude to them. That's what I work with parents the most on. It's okay to your message. You are the authority and you're in charge, but you cannot come across to them like they are ignorant and don't know what they're talking about, even if they're teenagers and they have attitude, or even if they're five and they're acting like a five-year-old. You still have to be able to be an adult, be in command, and set the schedule. The last piece I want to talk about as we're almost out of time is breaking habits. Y'all, we have got to start breaking habits because children and teenagers will wear you down wear you down to where you quit wanting to try. I see it over and over. And parents just get exhausted and they don't want to try anymore. All the unhealthy habits have got to start changing. I'm talking eating, sleeping, studying. Children are cramming like crazy today and it's not actually helping them learn what's going on in school. Screen time is way too much, and we have to reduce that. It doesn't mean it's terrible. 
Anything in moderation can be good, but screen time has got to be cut, especially as school starts, so that the priority is school. And the piece about replacing unhealthy habits with healthy ones is critical because I see a lot of parents who, when school starts, try to start putting in healthier habits, but the old unhealthy ones are still there. The way children eat or teenagers eat, the way that they sleep or don't sleep, the way that they study still stays the same, even though parents are trying to do family time or they're trying to eat meals at a certain time. And it just, nothing gets better because the unhealthy habits aren't leaving the scene. So what you can do is write down on a piece of paper, what are things we're doing that aren't really great for us? They're not healthy. Whether it's the amount of time we're spending together, whether it's the way we're speaking to each other and the words we use, whether it's the connection and the relationship we have, whether it's the food we eat, the way we sleep and the time we go to bed, all of this stuff can be written down. What do you not like that's going on? And right on the other side of a page, what do you want it to be like? And you work towards that goal, but you set specific goals. Remember, with younger children, you've got to set the standard and keep it. You have got to be in charge rather than letting them be in charge. Just because they throw tantrums doesn't mean they get what they want. You want steady volume. You want steady tone, a good voice uh, that allows them to feel understood but still gives you authority. And I want you to follow through with the routine and habits. Follow through, parents. Older children, when you get to middle school and high school, you have got to be able to use more mature and respectful language You've got to be able to talk to your children like they matter and not like they're just a robot or like you're treating them like your dog. You cannot do that. And that doesn't mean you're trying to, parents. It just means the way they hear it sometimes is that way. Tap into their potential and their maturity, and that will let you have influence with them. Find the good in what they do or say and go with it. That's the key to success with children. School requires discipline and commitment. Not perfection. These children don't have to be perfect at what they do. They just need to learn discipline and commitment. And remember, parents, we aren't perfect either. And we've made mistakes and continue to make mistakes, and we need to be cognizant of that. For more information, go to my website at tomstevens.us, tomstevens.us. Or, again, go to blogtalkradio.com slash Tom Stevens LPC and look out on YouTube. We're going to start bringing things live to you via video soon. So thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate everybody being here. And parents, remember, do not give up. It's worth it. And if you use these tips, you'll be shocked at how many results you can get. And stay tuned because I'll have a lot more coming. See you next time.